0: Everybody. Welcome to another episode of and Gossip. I'm Carlin here with Stephanie. Hello. And we have a guest today. Our guest is Whitney. She has been on the podcast three times, I think. I think so. Yeah, three times. Um, so we're so excited. Um, we have a fun episode today. We're going to talk a lot about covid and wedding planning and fun stuff like that um because whitney is in the midst of planning her wedding yay
1: yay 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 2020 wedding <laughs> COVID. no now it's 2021 <laughs> yes we'll, yeah. we'll, get to that. we'll get to that um okay
0: so before we start um what is everybody drinking um stephanie do you want to go first
2: well, I am breaking our recent trend and I have a full size bottle of champagne and I'm Ooh. gonna pop it. Yes, full size. Don't get excited. Yay. It's nothing new. It's just a bottle of rose chandon. Which is a good one. <laughs> yes. Still scares
1: Whitney. I even, still jumped. Even virtually. <laughs> Which I, really
2: um, like, I, I just funny. felt like it was necessary.
1: So that's that's what I'm drinking. Cheers. Love it. Whitney, what are you drinking? Um, So I am trying this new, I don't know if it's Capricio. Is that how you say that? The Rosé Sangria. Um, It's 13.9% alcohol, which is very (laughs) interesting. Um, Yeah, but it it comes in the cutest bottle I think I've ever seen. Yeah, the bottle is might be my favorite part of it is that a regular size bottle or is that like a 375 milliliters okay so that's like a half
2: yeah i've also seen cans of that brand oh really Mm -hmm. at the grocery store they have like a four pack of cans you can buy oh i almost bought it the other day and then i was like kind of (laughs) confused By the rose. Yeah. <laughs> so I was hoping you could give me a full review, but under the circumstances, mm-hmm. I think you can. Yeah. Right. Um, I can kind
1: of taste some flavor to it. <laughs> yeah. So backstory, Whitney has COVID. <laughs> Currently COVID positive. Yeah. I'm sorry. I probably shouldn't have said that. That's okay. We're all socially distanced. We're all separated. I have nothing to hide. I yeah. got COVID somehow, some way. Have no idea where I'm from. Which is so thankfully, cool. you're. I'm I'm okay. You're okay. Nothing nothing yeah. too major with me. Um, yeah. I just can't really taste anymore. Going which on two weeks now.
0: When you're trying to taste your uh, <laughs> beverage, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so maybe
1: it's, it's, good. Good. it's getting a little better. The t- okay. the taste is getting a little better. So I you know I can kind of smell it now too, which is cool. Mm, that's good, Carlin, What are you drinking? Um,
0: I have. It's called the Collection. It's a prosecco. Um, it's a mini bottle that I picked up at Target, and I have never had this. So I love, I love, that. love. that. Oh, you've had it before. Mm-hmm. Ooh, okay, good. Mm-hmm. So you have a sparkling wine, product of Italy. So, um, yay! All right, I'm gonna pour mine, and then um, Stephanie, do you want to lead us into our top fives?
2: Yeah, so since we have Whitney on and she's planning a wedding um, and we've planned weddings, we want to talk about our top five favorite uh, places you go for wedding inspiration. Or they can be like your vendors. Because like I follow a lot of my vendors and some of them I followed before and that's how I got some of the inspo for mine. So that's kind of the idea. So you can, whichever of those that you say. So who wants to go first? Uh, let's have Whitney go.
1: Okay. okay. Right. Um, so mine's kind of split about half and half between inspo and my vendors. Um, these aren't necessarily in order, but kind of. My number one is obviously um, love event design. Ooh. don't know if you guys have heard of them, but it is the best wedding com- planning company in the area. Um, but their Instagram is great. There's always fun stories. There's always inspiration photos and style shoots. And I love it. So that's that's my number one. I know someone that works there. <laughs> yeah, I think her name is Carlin. Oh, um, yes. Little shameless plug there from me, but <laughs> it is my absolute favorite. My number two is Lindsay Ray photo. That's my photographer. Um, her, her photos are not only amazing, but I love that on her Instagram, she really incorporates like her family and she has an adorable little girl and she's always posting photos of her too. And I just, I love it. Number three is the dressing room in celebration, which happens to be where I bought my dress. Um, but their Instagram really is fantastic. They do like a bracket, like the NCAA tournament bracket for dresses, where in their stories Whoa. you go in and you vote, like they'll show you two dresses, you vote which one's your favorite, and like that goes all the way through to select who the winner is in the end, which I just think is phenomenal. I love them. Um Style Me Pretty is another one that's an Instagram I really like to follow. They have like the archive stories where it's got all these like planning tips and just lots of inspirational photos, and then um Putnam Flowers. Don't know if you guys follow them, but they're out of New York City, and they have just some of the coolest, most innovative like floral decorations for weddings and for parties, and uh it's just it's great. And then I do have to mention my honorable mentions <laughs> which are two of my favorites: um Penina Tournay and Haley Pages' Ooh. Instagrams. I just love their dresses, and so I love I love to follow them.
0: Haley Page yeah. is a good one. Oh God, she's <laughs> wonderful. Yeah yeah that's my top yay um I can go okay so my first is K.E.J. Productions and they were my videographers and they're amazing they're a married couple um they I just I cannot like just express how like great of like literally Elaine who is um one of the videographers, like the, I want to say like the week before my wedding or like two weeks before my wedding, I was putting together like welcome like bags and she had texted me. She's like, oh, like, what are you what are you doing? Or do you need any help with anything? And I said, no, I said a bunch of, um, not a bunch. I said, a couple of my friends are coming over to help us, like, to help me put the welcome bags together. She was like, oh my gosh, let me know when I'll come. Like literally, she came over to my house and like helped put my uh, my welcome bags together, which was like insane. That's amazing. Right? So she's just like, um, she's so awesome and so nice. And I love them. And they, their work is great. I mean, they are, I think that they got to a point where they had to like Turn people down because they were just booked so much, and like they had to limit how many weddings they could do because they were like exhausted and burning themselves out. But they're amazing. Not
1: to mention that your wedding video is incredible. I still watch it regularly. I am <laughs> so not good. kidding. It's phenomenal. It's I know. So,
0: so I am like, I feel like I should watch it again, like just to like you know.
1: I've probably watched it 20 times.
2: <laughs> like, I feel like I'd, yeah, yeah I watched it a few, but if I were you and Matt, I feel like I'd watch it like every weekend. Every day, like, oh, let's just
0: reminisce. Maybe we'll do that this weekend.
2: <laughs> yeah, please report that. Uh,
0: yeah. Okay, so my second is Mindy Weiss, because she is amazing, and I have always loved her. She is a celebrity like event planner. She does weddings. She has baby showers. She does—I mean, every single all the Kardashian weekend, events. Every <laughs> event, every Kardashian Jenner event, any and everything you can think of. She has done so. Like her. So not only do I follow her, but I follow um, people on her team, which is great because they always post like photos and things from the events that they've done. So it's just cool inspiration, and I love um, looking at that type of stuff. Um, treasury rentals they're a local um like rental company they have really unique kind of like glassware they're all like different types of colors Um, so fun yeah we use them for a styled shoot that we did um last november so i really really love them and they're local um the knot because i mean (laughs) who doesn't love the knot and i feel like as of late it's kind of been like good to see what they've been posting a lot of like advice for brides because of COVID and like tips and tricks and all that type of stuff. So I kind of really like looking at that. Um, And then my last one is a local planner. Her name, it's Melanie Page Events. I follow her because I love her Instagram. I love her. um, She just has, she's a really good presence I've never met her, but um, I'm like, she's like one of those people that I feel like I would get along with just from like looking at her Instagram. So those are my five. I probably could have picked more, but I was like, nah, I'll tame it down.
2: (laughs) I can't believe you only did five i
1: honestly am very surprised
2: no i
0: know well and
2: because i was like if i picked also
0: i had like a shit ton of vendors at my wedding too because i had like a different vendor for chairs and a different vendor for tables and like linens and just crazy so i could have named like a million people but i was like no i'm gonna keep it to five i'm gonna follow the rules
1: (laughs) i did not follow the rules but
0: (laughs) that's okay you're the guest you can do whatever you want yeah yeah i never follow the rules (laughs) <laughs> Stephanie never does. Okay. I think last episode, she had like nine or like two episodes ago. She had <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was top five beauty products that you're currently right. like obsessed with. Yeah, oh. she actually I have 10. <laughs> we you're like, all right, that's fine. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, okay, go okay. Um, So you said one of mine and normally I replace, but I'm not going to because Mindy Weiss is too good to replace.
0: Yeah, she's so good. <laughs>
2: um, okay, and so then... My next one of mine is actually um, Zola and it's more so because I loved using them at my wedding and that was back when it was kind of like newer Um, and so I followed them and they post cute stuff and they have good tips but also it's just like a really good place to register because the way that they handle the gifts. Is awesome, like
1: that's where we registered. I love it so already. Free. Yeah, you have so much
2: control over the items that you pick, and then also the way that they get delivered and when, and it's so easy on your guests and stuff. So, they think, that. we did not, yeah, it's really great because you can like they can buy your gifts through there or through like the actual store site and just say they got it, but when they get it through there then they can decide like, when do they want to ship it? Do they want to ship it now? Do they want to ship it? So it arrives when you get back from your honeymoon uh-huh. or do they want to notify you? So like, it oh, was like great that. because after our wedding we went on and like um, everyone had like uh, pick the option where we get to pick when they arrive.
0: That's good. And it was great so because
2: nice. a couple of people had bought stuff off my registry that weren't checked off from stores. And so then on Zola, they had also been purchased. So before that's even sent, you can just say, actually, I want to exchange this. And Mm -hmm. then you can shop and get what you want from like the stores. It's really Mm -hmm. great.
1: What I love about it too, is you can register for gift cards and cash. Mm -hmm. And like, it's not just cash, like, Hey, just give us money. But it's like, Hey, do you want to, you know, put $75 toward a date night? Yeah. Or, mm-hmm. like, it's actual things you register for. So, I, I yeah, back that. I love cool. Zola. I like and it I know it's expanded
2: since because they have, like, websites and stuff you can mm-hmm. do for them and, like, all yeah. kinds of stuff. But I follow their Instagram and I like it. And then the next three are, um, are from my wedding. So, one of them is – it's called Floral Fantasy, which just sounds mm. fabulous. But that's <laughs> who my florist was. I got married in the Keys. And so um, – There are not very many options for most of the vendors if you want to do local. And so I literally found this florist because I like stopped every person who got married in the Keys for the two years prior to me and made a list of all of their vendors and then found flowers I liked and wanted and then found the florist who did them. That's smart though. Smart. I like it. (laughs) <laughs> anyway, but also their flowers are just really beautiful and it's the key. So it's a lot of tropical stuff. So, and that's just like my vibe always. So, um and then uh, my photographer was uh, Care Studios. And again, I I actually wanted to use a, a photographer that was from my hometown, but they were booked. Aww. And so I was kind of bummed because, like, I'd always loved, like, followed them and, like, all of my friends used them for, like, when they have any local photos, or they all did their weddings and stuff. But I, so again, I found this photographer who, from looking at other people's wedding photos, but they also, besides living in the Keys, they travel a lot to Greece to do weddings. Ooh. Yeah. And so they just have these, just like insane <laughs> pictures from their weddings. Like I like, probably like a photo of theirs every single day. <laughs> That's awesome. And then last is where I got married. They don't really have tons of weddings. They have like one a month. But the, every time I see them post a picture, it just makes me happy. And that's the drop anchor for a store is what it's called. Mm-hmm. Little I love I the place you got married. Yeah. It's like this little itty bitty technically motel that's like 60s style, like random weird kind of place. But <laughs> I liked it. <laughs>
0: I love Oh my gosh, that's great. Oh, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> love all of our. We covered, we covered a lot of like local, like Florida vendors, which is great.
2: Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, Some love. Um, okay, so, Whitney. It's been a while since you have been on the podcast. It has. I feel like we should first like start with just like a life update, right? I feel like me and Stephanie were trying to figure out the last time you were on.
1: Um, The last episode I was on was actually at your new place, Carlin. Hmm. Yep. So wait, what did we talk about? uh, Gosh, I don't even remember. Remember? Oh my god! Um, there was an award so show. We talked about an award show. Oh yeah. Okay. We have so. <laughs> we have to be like <laughs> so many. So many. <laughs> Okay, so then we have so we have yeah. a life update then. Okay, yeah, so the short update is my you know my kid's fifteen months old. He now destroys everything in the house. Yeah,
0: but he's,
1: um, but he's, he's like adorable. The cutest kid ever? He's the cutest kid. But he knows that, and he <laughs> uses it. So, like, you yes. tell him no, and he looks you dead in the eye and does whatever he told him not to do. It's because kids. And then he smiles smart. at you. Right. Kids are so okay. smart. They really are.
0: Oh my gosh. And so, you obviously got engaged.
1: Yes. Yay. Yay. Uh, we've been engaged almost a year now. We're about a week shy of a year.
0: I'm. Right. Did you, did you have any inkling that it was going to happen? Like it was coming or are you completely surprised?
1: Um, I had no inkling that it was happening when it happened. I was, I mean, I assumed at some point, like we had a three month old at the time, like (laughs) I'm sure at some point we're going to get married. Right. But I had no idea that it was that it was coming when it came, um, we were actually on the beach in the Florida Keys for family photos on a vacation. We took a vacation with his family, like 30 of us, obviously way pre-COVID, um, but it was on the beach. We're taking family photos. they are taking pictures of just me and him, and the next thing I know, I'm talking, and I turn around, and he's on one knee, Aww. so it was really cool. It was very sweet, um, but no, at the time, I had no, no idea that it was coming.
0: Okay. Yay. I love that though. I love yeah. that. the, the surprise element of it. Like, of course, like every, you, you kind of like in the back of your mind know that it's like, clearly this is the path we're going down, but it's right. like, it catches you off guard when it actually really happens. Yeah. I love the, the- it. Yeah. Um, okay. So take us through, you know, obviously You're getting married. Right. You are planning a wedding. You have your wedding date set. You got some invitations with the dates. Yeah. Yeah. You got your save the dates out. You got your, uh, your invitations ready to go. Ready to go out.
1: When was your wedding scheduled for? Yeah. When was your wedding scheduled? So my wedding was initially supposed to be September 18th of um, 2020.
2: And when did you decide to postpone it?
1: Um, About three days after I sent out the invitations, (laughs) maybe a week. So we had actually, you know, we sent out our save the dates, obviously way pre-COVID. We, you know, we've had this planned. I think we booked our venue last September, maybe, or maybe early October at the latest. Yeah. We had our caterer booked in October. We had all these things done and... Um, I get, you know, we kind of held off on invitations. I initially wanted to send them out in like April or May because I'm like, like, I need to know. I need to know how many people are coming, what we're planning for. And then COVID happened. And so we were like, you know, well, it'll probably be around for a few months. So let's just postpone sending out the invitations. So we finally get to a point where like, okay, like, it seems like things are getting better. So let's, you know, let's go ahead and order the invites. Well, then things just took <laughs> a turn for the worst. And um, we still had a lot of hope that like, you know, by September, it'll be better. It'll be great. It'll, you know, somehow, some way it'll be fine. We send out the invitations. And I think maybe two, three days after sending out the invites, Carla and you and I sat down to talk about what we had done, what needed to be done, where we were, all exciting and I think it was the next day. Yeah, it was actually it, it was the next day. I talked to my venue again and they had some new restrictions and it wasn't even necessarily the restrictions that that caused our decisions, but more so the fact that those restrictions made us really consider how Selfish, I almost want to say, like you know if you if you could work it out and still have your wedding, great, but for us, ours is indoors. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of elderly people in our family we have a you know a large, large wedding party, a large group of guests, and so when they told us about you know the capacity being cut in half, and everyone had to wear a mask with even the bridal party and things like that, that kind of made us reconsider like, look, we know that we're going to be together forever. We know that we're going to get married. The wedding date was not a special date per se. So like we just picked a random date. This sounds like a good weekend. Sure. There was no special meaning behind it. So I say all that to say that we decided that for, you know, the safety of our guests, the safety of our friends and family, and not even just safety, but the comfort level. I want everybody to dance and have fun and enjoy it and be together. And we decided to postpone until January of 2021.
0: Which is, I mean, which is, a, <laughs> yeah. it's not bad, right? No, it's, And it's, um, you know, I think that There are a a, a lot of people that are now kind of, especially kind of the, I I think in the beginning, obviously the March, April, May weddings, all new, like we have to make a decision. Like we can't have, like I had, I was planning a wedding in March that like got canceled. Um, and so I think that in the beginning, obviously like things were shut down. Like you couldn't do anything. Right. And I think that a lot of planners and weddings um, in Orlando is different. There are people that are having weddings. There are people Mm -hmm. that are like getting married. Um, I know Miami shut down because I have um, a friend of mine, her friends were getting married and they had to cancel their wedding. Like literally, I think it was like two weeks before the wedding. They basically had to like, they couldn't do it. Like they ended up getting married, like getting married and like like streaming it virtually, and then went on their honeymoon. Um, so and I there's I and I've been on like Zoom like webinars with other like wedding professionals, and you know there are some states that are like yeah we're doing it a hundred plus people, and then some are like no fifty max. So it's it's just interesting to see. You know, and the other thing too is i I definitely applaud you for thinking of your family because just from hearing stories of like weddings that have happened, mm-hmm. you know once people start drinking, you forget like and if they're if you're not requiring people to wear a mask, people just forget that it's you know happening like i've seen I've seen on Instagram like stories from like vendors and the dance floor is pretty much looks normal. Like you right. would think that's, you know, so I just. Well, and that's
1: something I feel like too, when you're drinking, like you also forget a lot of things that you wouldn't normally do even pre COVID, like, Hey, oh my gosh, taste this drink. You want to try it. And you're like passing your drink around to people and like, Oh, here, hey. let's do shots out of the bottle. <laughs> like, You know what I mean, though? It's things that you, when you're drinking, you're like, yeah, whatever. I don't care. Like, but those are things that you wouldn't even do on a typical day, let alone, you know, with everything that's going on now. I think you made the right
2: decision. I think, especially knowing, like, a lot of your wedding party, like, your wedding is going to be so much fun. Right. And so, like, for it to be anything but so much fun would just not do it just it wouldn't
1: right it wouldn't it feel wouldn't, like my wedding
2: right like it just it wouldn't it would feel like a watered down like right light version of of like what I
1: could not imagine with between you know my wedding party my friends even my in-laws I can't imagine a wedding where we couldn't dance like I could never I wouldn't even know what to... I wouldn't want to have it if I we mean, couldn't you can't dance. stop from
2: dancing. Yeah, you right. Can, you cannot stop <laughs> you from
1: dancing. We okay, might have, know, have to be, you know, separated six feet apart around the room. Oh, but, all right, well, I'm six feet and just... But, you know, and that's what we went through all the options in our head, too, of like, okay, here's... Let's sit down and think about X, Y, Z. You know, on one side, do we just go ahead we get married, we cut it down to only like immediate family and wedding party. And then we have a big reception later. Well, in this family, I tried to do that with just like my wedding party, my vendors, my like, you know, the five people in my family that are coming, but then Colton's family. And we have like, close family not extended family at all and we had 65 people like you we could not possibly cut it down far enough without cutting out everyone but his parents and my sister to get it to where it needed to be Mm. so that option was pretty quickly ruled out um I do think that we have already talked about the potential of what if things are not better in January what if we're still in a similar situation, and I think what we've decided is if that's the case, we will probably have like a backyard wedding somewhere, you know, his grandma's house or his uncle's house or something with just those people who can make it. And then we'll plan a one-year anniversary party Well, that's because good. we've already got all of these money down with our vendors, with our caterer, with our venue. Like, yeah. it's a lot of money to lose out on, but also we still want that celebration. Yeah that we feel like we deserve, you know? Absolutely. And I think
0: that that's what a lot, like not a lot, but I think some people, if they are in the situation where they want to have the big party, some people are like, um, a couple that goes to my gym, their wedding was like the first week in April. Mm -hmm. So obviously that didn't happen, but they got married like on their front porch, just the two of them and they streamed it Right, all of their family and friends, and then they're playing, which I feel like they might be postponing now, but um, they're supposed to be having their big like party in September because Mm -hmm. I think at that point people were like, Oh, by the fall, we'll be fine, right? Which is how we felt too initially, we'll be fine. So, um, but I think that that's sometimes what like what people are doing, especially if so. I think especially if people like really. Care about the date, I think that's the key, right? Is yeah, people that are like, I have to be married on April 5th, so like they'll go ahead and get married, but if like you don't really care, then why not wait to y- until you can do it the way you want to do it, right. right? The way you want to celebrate
1: for sure. And I, you know, for us, like I said, we're hoping that January is far enough out, and of course, initially. And Carlin, you remember, I think I was in tears when I talked to you the day that we decided to postpone it, that Thursday. I spent probably an hour and a half just crying. I'm sitting in my living room floor and I'm just bawling. And I look back at that now and I'm like, how ridiculous. I mean, not, not to say that it's not...
0: But it's, it's understandable because, I mean, I think that your wedding is just so... Like, I get it. There's some people who are like, it shouldn't be that big of a deal. Like, the marriage
2: should be, which, yes. Well, um, right. And I get that. But your wedding is still huge. Like if you live in, like, a, a culture and a society that's, like, built them up, especially in recent years, to be, like, even bigger. So it's I, hard to not, like. Right. Yeah, well, and I like huge. It's huge already. I think it's like, it is a huge thing, no matter what.
1: For sure. And I think for me, though, looking back, I'm like. What's really the difference for us? We already live together. We already have a kid. We're basically married as is. What's the difference for us in pushing it four months? Like if it's going to make people more comfortable where they feel more inclined to be themselves, be themselves and to have fun and to do the things they want to do and to be comfortable at our wedding. And feel safe. Right. And to feel safe for sure. So, you know, we got lucky too though, that all of our vendors, our venue When we figured this out, our venue had, because our wedding is on a Friday, they had three Fridays left between now and next June. Wow. And they were all three in January. Jeez. All three. The 15th, which is my birthday, um, the 22nd and the 29th. Those were the only three days left.
0: Doesn't seem the only days that they have the left.
1: only days. And when I checked with them, one of those three Fridays was already on, like they do it like a seven day complimentary hold was already on hold. So somehow we picked the 22nd. I got on the phone with our vendors and every single one of them was available that day, which is great. It's honestly unreal. I never anticipated that, that yeah. that, that would happen.
0: Well, I think that a lot of vendors are having to like really like pivot and reset, right? Like there, I
1: mm-hmm. think
0: there's just a lot of, and and I mean, not the good thing. I mean, it is great that like your vendors were available because there are, and I think that's the, that's the main thing that people are like, all the brides from like 2020 are now, oh, all the brides from 2020 are or now um <laughs> somebody you have to n- make that known. That's so sweet. You have to say no, that. No, I didn't want to
1: interrupt you. <laughs> Keep talking. No, I, I want I want that. On yes. the topic of love. Yeah. love. No, so Mike just walked in and
2: he went to the grocery store for me because I forgot something for dinner that I'm making later. And he came in with two dozen roses. Mike had a
0: best of no. all
2: thank That's you so sweet was, oh my God. Oh, and two pints of ben and Jerry's. Oh, shit. someone's with trying me. to get lucky <laughs> 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 you're like what, you're trying, what you trying to do tonight like <laughs> with cream oh he got whipped cream for the dogs cuz yes Aww. we got whipped cream, he, he, cream? Yeah. Have you ever no, you don't have a dog. So no. (laughs) If you go to Starbucks and you have a dog in your car, they'll ask you if you want a pup cup. And a pup cup is just a little cup full of whipped cream. Oh, that's all it is. Mm Okay. But now our dogs are like obsessed with it. And so is our cat. I feel like people made it seem like it was like it's straight up whipped cream. (laughs) Anyway, sorry, back to COVID. Oh, that's so sweet. Oh my
1: super sweet.
0: I love it. I love it. um I don't even know what we're talking about but um love and weddings and the fact that that it's happening and we're I mean at least we're still going bachelorette I mean Uh,
1: yeah right which what's really funny too though is I I laid awake for probably two hours last night like torn between anxiety for the bachelorette and like being excited for the bachelorette. And here's the thing, like I, I planned it strategically, right? I wanted to go to Nashville. I wanted to have like that full on bachelorette experience. And with everything going on, I was like, for one, so many people have been out of work that financially that would have been tough. Yeah. And then two, I don't want, I haven't been to Nashville since I was old enough to drink. So like I want to experience Nashville the way you're supposed to experience Nashville. Yeah. I don't want to go and the bars be oh, shut down. God.
0: Yeah, and or... and, I, and I will say when I went because I went for my thirtieth, like the bars that on on Broadway? Broadway? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I mean they're your typical bars, right? Like you're t- you're in there tight, like right, all over each other. And you're not, I mean, you don't want to do that in a, In a, I mean, you can't do that in a social distancing situation. So right. you're right. I mean, I, I, you might as well just do it when you can like truly, truly do Nashville.
1: Yeah. Well, and so, you know, I picked a place where, the oh place yeah. So good. Like it's, oh, it's yeah. for this kind of situation. Yeah. Well, and we got a house where it's like three houses all on the same property and there's a pool and there's a grill and there's, I plan and we're like the two minute walk from the beach and it was planned strategically because if we go over there and nothing's open, you can't go to bars. You can't have a party over a certain number at a restaurant. You can't do this. You can't do that we will still be able to, we'll have a pool and we'll be able to go to the beach and we'll be able, because for me, honestly, it's more, I'm more excited about a girl's trip than I am a bachelorette party. Yeah. If that makes sense. Like I'm just more excited to go hang out and drink and party with my girlfriends and it's I mean,
2: gonna all you is, is a pool yeah. and a bunch yeah. of white claw and it's
1: going to be a really fun time yeah. right like if I'm, we have to we'll make brunch in the house well yeah.
2: i will I'll volunteer to help cook and i can grill I'm, i can cook i will drink. You know, <laughs> do whatever i will drink <laughs> i'm already starting to stockpile bogo alcohol
0: yeah. Oh, I can bring. I'll bring. Right. Finally, I have a use for this Magnum Grey Goose bottle that I have. I'll oh, do- yes. I, oh yes.
2: Because I the my bongo. Yes. Oh shit, that's not really COVID friendly.
1: Oh, oh we yes. can wash yeah, it. <laughs> we can sanitize it.
2: See what like, happens in between every
1: use. See. So back to our earlier point: when you're <laughs> drinking. You forget yeah. the things You're like that. I take it back. I'm not bringing in because the I wonder if we can cool. buy mouthpieces for it. I don't
2: know, but maybe I'll just see how much they are. Someone should I, yeah. actually create yeah, that.
0: Have like a little mini one. Like a
2: blow up flabongo.
0: Yeah.
2: Oh. We also have our shambongs too. We
0: have not used that we should brand and then take some photos. That's what we should use for the photo shoot too. Well, yeah. Yeah. yeah random. Genius. Anyway. I love um, it. Wait, oh, there was something else I was going to say, Whitney, and I can't remember.
2: Oh, (laughs) Um, that's great. But you have like all your other, most of your other planning done. Like you have your
1: dress. I do. I have my beautiful dress that I, to be honest with you, I was so scared going for my first fitting because it had been seven months since I'd laid eyes on the dress. And I, I tried to, you know, I worked in bridal. I spent three years working in prom and bridal. So I know like, don't keep looking at dresses once you found it. So I stopped. I didn't look at anything, but I was like, what if I don't feel the same way that I did? Mm -hmm. So I go to my first fitting and I put it on and I cried again. Yay! And I was like, oh, this is it. Why did I even second guess that?
0: (laughs) I think I was nervous when I went to my first fitting, I was nervous that like, it wouldn't fit. <laughs> that was my like biggest, I was like, oh, I just hope that like I didn't gain weight. So that like, well, what's
1: so funny about mine is I was concerned in like, cause I, I went a size up just to be safe. And I was concerned in like March. I was like, I've lost like 10 or 15 pounds. I hope it still fits the same way going a size up. Maybe I made the wrong choice. Well, then quarantine happened and we all ended up in the same position and <laughs> I was like, oh, maybe, you know, maybe it'll still fit fine. And it, it did. It fit wonderfully. Oh, it looks amazing.
0: I think it looked better than, I think the photo that you sent us looked better now than it did when you tried it on.
1: I agree. I agree. I felt better in it. It it felt more comfortable. It felt like it fit better. I could, you know, step up on the little step stool without needing three people to help me because I couldn't move my legs. (laughs) So yeah, I I have all of my vendors with the exception of my florist only because we had, I had two florist appointments. Yeah. The week that we, well, like two days after I decided to, we decided to change the date And I was so anxious about it. And I just wasn't in a clear headspace that I was like, Hey, we should, you know, if you guys don't mind, I want to move these appointments just because we've moved the wedding, which, you know, turns out it was a couple days after that I ended up with COVID. So all things worked out the way they're supposed to. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So it's just an interesting time. It's an interesting time to, be alive let alone be planning a wedding, wedding. Yeah, for are
0: sure. there things are there things that you like are thinking about you know now planning a wedding that you didn't like before COVID like I mean I know there's things that like as a planner I'm like ooh, we gotta think about this but are like for you as a bride. And I don't know. I mean, this could, is clearly probably something that eventually me and you will talk about, but. Right.
1: Well, well, you know, my goal is that you will think of most of these things, um, for me, but, but no, you know, one of the things is we are doing buffet at our wedding. Um, and one of the things that we actually, when I reached out to the caterer just to check in with them, they let us know that, All of their buffets are, and this was actually pre-COVID. It was just not something we discussed. All of their buffets are served by actual servers. Mm. So they don't allow people to get their own food anyway, um, which is great. But they made it a point to let all of their brides know like, hey, you know, this might not be, be something we necessarily discuss, but just to let you guys know, this has always been our policy. We do have servers at the buffet stations. Um. So is- that was one, that was one thing, you know, 10 to a table versus maybe eight to a table now, mm-hmm. like little things like that. And I guess hopefully fingers crossed come January, we're just in a better place Yeah. with all of this. Not to say that it's going to go away ever, but that we're in at least a little bit better spot. So it's not as much of a concern.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: yeah. There was something, though, I was trying to think of it. There was something you mentioned to me, actually, Mm. when we were talking before we changed the date about something you had thought of. Oh, the cake. The cake. Uh, That was it.
0: Because I was saying how the cake is normally dropped off at, let's say, 3 o'clock, and it sits out because the photographer is taking photos, the videographer is videoing it and it sits until you're, until you cut it. That's not gonna, I mean, you, you can't do that now, right? You can't have an exposed cake that you're serving to people, just like out in the elements, just like hanging out. Um, So I was like,
1: especially (laughs) too, in locations where like, people just want to go up and look mm-hmm. at the cake like if your yeah. cake's really cool like I mm-hmm. want to go see this
0: mm-hmm. or I mean I've done it at, at weddings that I'm not working mm-hmm. at I've gone taken a po- taking a photo of the cake now granted I'm not like up on it but you're still like around it so it's With, just you're like, within six
1: foot of it <laughs> right. have you you have you figured out your cake and everything Um, So, we have our cake baker. Um, Another shameless plug of mine um, is Sprinkles Custom Cakes. They're wonderful. Oh, yeah. The guy who owns it is just such a kind soul and such a good person. Um, We actually, they did my son's first birthday cake and Mm -hmm. gave us a free smash cake because they said every little boy deserves a smash cake. Mm -hmm. Um, And so... Thank you. My fiance just brought me my refill because I was out. Ooh. Yes. I have a, a sparkling rose. Ooh. Oh, let me know how that is. Look at okay. that. Switching switch in
2: <laughs> mid episode. I love it. Is this some of the stuff that people have been dropping off to you?
1: Because that's a question I have as well. Um, yeah. So, actually, both things that I've drank, including my cute little like pink geometric shaped wine glass, um are part of the wine fairies of central florida if you haven't heard of them is this a club and how do i join <laughs> i'm so, in one so kind of i will invite both of you guys to the one i'm in when i joined it there were less than like 700 women in it oh, yeah. it was just orlando um it oh wait this really well, it's a Facebook okay, group. I mean,
0: it's a Facebook group. I'm in one. It's called...
2: and oh, I just thought this was like your, like, bridal party where every other And I
0: was
1: like... No, they're strangers. Stuff they're strangers. Yeah. So now, my one gift I did get a couple of days ago was from one of my bridesmaids. She, I so she knew I was having a hard time and like with just everything. And strangers? Okay, please. Oh so yeah. Me. So yeah. it's called the Wine Fairies of Central Florida. I'm going to invite both of you right now. Seventy. <laughs> so um, is- no, it's so wonderful. So basically, yeah. when you join the group, you go into like the. Um, like the announcements or no topics and you go into the topic and you'll find a banner for where you live. So when Mm -hmm. I joined, like I said, it was around 750, 700 people. There are now 8,600 members in this group. Yeah. It branches out as far, like there's Baldwin Park, Claremont, Hunter's Creek. It now goes all the way out to like new Smyrna beach. Um, Ormond Beach, Daytona, Sarasota, North Tampa. Yeah. And all you do is you put, some girls do baskets and they're these big creative, like mine was a pink basket. Everything in it was like pink and girly. Some of them do Disney baskets or it's as simple as you pick up an extra bottle of wine when you're at the grocery store and you go to whatever area you're in and you pick a random address that's listed on there mm-hmm. and you drop it off on their doorstep and you run. Yeah. It's completely anonymous. You don't know who has oh, dusted this, you.
0: This one's anonymous. Okay. Yeah. The one the one I'm in is not anonymous.
1: Oh, see like with this one they send like so um two of my bridesmaids actually went dusting tonight. Aww. And you send in one of the moderators of the group. Um you send them like a sneak peek, like a surprise photo of what your what your dropping off they post it for you so that it remains anonymous and then once you get dusted once somebody drops it on your doorstep you post in the group like oh my gosh here's the basket I got I love it you know and you post like what your preferences are so people typically are dropping you off things that you like it's just awesome it honestly I have actually been dusted now three times that's insane
0: so like I so the group I'm in, I think I got invited by Selena and Joe, or maybe Selena. Somebody invited me, and I was like, okay, not thinking. I literally thought there was only like maybe a handful of people in it. Um, this so this one's You've Been Wine Central Florida. Uh-huh. And there's like three point five thousand follower like people in it, and like, but now they're doing this thing where they Amazon people, so like. Like, literally, like, this person's, like, um, looking at Amazon two ladies. So, you basically send a list of things that you want. And they, like, buy it on Amazon for you. Like, Selena's been that's Amazon like cool. five times. Yeah. It's just, it's so interesting. It's kind
1: of cool. I have that's, to say, I am partial. I, I am partial to my group. You want um, <laughs> what is that? What is that? Oh, oh is that Mike. your microphone? Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> It comes in. I told Colton I was getting one, and he asked me why, and I said because we would need at least two for the bachelorette party.
0: Yes! Oh my god! Oh,
1: I'm bringing this for the bachelorette party. Are you kidding me? <laughs> it's literally amazing. We it's should great. also bring Lysol wipes to wipe it down in between each person because well, once you Lysol wipes. Great. <laughs> that's true. I, I don't
2: know about. I haven't noticed Lysol wipes at any store I've I've shopped at recently. <laughs>
0: Oh yeah, I haven't been in the store yet, but but this is crazy. Like I've literally just looked it up because I was like, what? Like you people ask, they're like, please post your Amazon links. So basically you just post your Amazon wish list and people buy stuff for you.
2: Okay. I have a very good one. So I need I need to invite invited <laughs> into that group as well. <laughs>
0: so, I just I just love it, honestly. Right. right. You're just I think you're allowed to just invite random people. I'm in some groups, some of the lady game groups, they're like the moderator mm. crazy
1: yeah Ooh. yeah
0: sometimes yeah. I'm like i need to get out of this one. no
1: the group that i'm in they're so excited that it's spreading they're so excited that it's getting bigger like it honestly started with just one of the ladies was like you know what people are having a real hard time right now yeah i want to go drop some wine off at my friend's doorstep and it turned into well what if we did it for you know friends of friends like let's let let's Make a group and let's let friends of ours invite their friends. Mm-hmm. And it just kept going to the point that, you know, now there's 8,600 people that stretch from Daytona to Tampa, which is crazy, that are out every single day dropping wine and baskets of goodies onto people's doorsteps. I think
2: it's such a great idea. It's such a great idea. The true crime obsessed person, though, in me wonders (laughs) like all these people posting their addresses is going to lead to some sort of crime. (laughs) And when so, I will listen to the podcast, watch the (laughs) Netflix documentary. Or the episode of Unsolved Mysteries.
1: Well, and here's the thing. I've had that thought, too, because I, I too, am true crime obsessed. (laughs) However, I always think about things when it comes to, like, posting your address. I mean, as long as your Facebook is set up private enough that, like, they can't Uh find out more details. Like, I mean, someone could still just randomly go down my street without my address and decide to target my house. Yeah, So, you know, I'm hopeful that this group doesn't turn into that. I'm hoping that, you know, friends of friends don't invite anyone that might be a serial killer. Um, I mean, I guess you never know. The
0: thing that, the one that I'm in, I actually know, like, so one of the girls I go to the gym with, I noticed she was in it. And I was like, oh, my God, I know her. And, like, there's a handful of people that I know in it. I mean, there's a ton of people that I don't know, but. Yeah, yeah really interesting I mean well one of
1: the moderators of my group her husband um I actually worked with them some when I was with the cure bowl her husband is the MC for all of like the cure bowls events um I don't know if you got well I won't say his full name on here but he works with court furniture so I know you guys use them for Um, some events and stuff too um and then his wife she's just a phenomenal human and she's one of our team hosts every year and she's one of the girls who is best friends with the girl who started it. And so it's just, it's just such an uplifting group. And even when you don't get dusted, just to see the joy that people get in delivering these baskets to people or in, you know, receiving those, I was almost in tears last night (sighs) because a random stranger decided to drop a basket of like three different kinds of Rose Oh. On my doorstep
2: which is so sweet
1: so sweet it's so just nice. it's something that's so needed in times like now when everything feels like it's just crashing down and mm-hmm. everything feels stressful and nothing feels normal
0: right yeah. To
1: have that sense of kindness, I feel like just, it really just makes a big difference.
2: It 100% I love it. I'm so excited. I want to dust people.
1: I know. I'm going, you know, knock on wood, as long as I'm COVID clear, I will be going on Saturday. Oh, that's... By dusting.
2: Ooh, that's cool. a drive-by dusting. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay.
0: I think we have, like, three random not random but like three things gossip wise that we wanted to mention. Cool. Yes. Um I know we wanted to talk so the last episode we touched on mm-hmm. Kanye um what was happening with him and after we posted our episode then Kim um had a statement out and I feel like there's a handful of things that have happened since last week.
1: Um
2: Before we get into the updates, Whitney, do you have any thoughts on Kanye?
1: (laughs) I (laughs) have so many thoughts, but I don't, you know, honestly, I feel like there's something more severe that is going on. And it's, you know, we all joke about it. And we all are like, oh, you know, he's off his rocker. we, We say things like that. And we really don't necessarily understand the seriousness of the issue and so I've tried to be very careful with what I post or the memes I share you know sometimes you'll see something you're like oh that's so funny and then you're like this is a person who's really really struggling with his mental health right now yeah and if it were me the last thing I would want to see is that people were making light of my situation Mm -hmm. so you know I I am um I don't know if appreciative is the right word, but I really enjoy seeing the fact that and I don't know if this was updated in last week or not, like I said, I'm behind on my podcast, but <laughs> it's okay. I like seeing deal. that he's have he's had friends who have flown out to him to be with him and to just kind of talk to him and mm-hmm. I really hope that he somehow gets the help that he needs.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but that's kind of I mean, obviously, he's having just an absolute manic breakdown, yeah. and Twitter just seems to be the worst thing people can have when they're going through oh something. God. Yeah. Social media, I mean, in general, social media in general is just like so. It is, but I feel like people are so much freer on TikTok or TikTok, Lord, <laughs> on Twitter. Like, even I I know there have been times in my life when I've been going through something and I went to Twitter to get it off my chest or to get yeah. it out. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, that's something I'd never do on Facebook because it just feels different. Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, I think it's like less personal, even though it's like your inner thoughts
2: a lot of times yeah. or it can be. It's not like pictures of you. It's not events you're going to. You're not like... You're connected to friends, but you're also connected to brands, celebrities, people you're, you don't even know. It's I agree with as that. Like, personal Literally sure. as like in Facebook, Facebook okay. is like people you grew up with, you went to college with your from
1: family, from you work with your, you know, aunts who are too old to be on it. Um, <laughs> grandparents sometimes. Like, yeah, I don't have any of those you
2: know. on there. Thank God. But um,
1: <laughs> yeah. No, I definitely
2: agree with that. Yeah. So one of the first things that happened is that Kim finally commented, which is one of the things that everybody was kind of waiting for. Right. And I did screenshot her statement, which I thought was, and I'm I'm sure she did not write it herself.
0: But it was very good.
2: She did. It was so well written, but I'm just going to read it real quick, even though it is three IG stories. Um, (laughs) Yeah. anyway as many of you know kanye has bipolar disorder anyone who has this or has a loved one in their life who does knows how incredibly complicated and painful it is to understand i've never spoken publicly about how this has affected us at home because i'm very protective of our children and kanye's right to privacy when it comes to his health but today i feel like i should comment on it because of the stigma and misconceptions about mental health Those that understand mental illness or even compulsive behavior know that the family is powerless unless the member is a minor. People who are unaware or far removed from this experience can be judgmental and not understand that the individual themselves have to engage in the process of getting help no matter how hard family and friends try. Um, I understand Kanye is subject to criticism because he is the public figure and his actions at times can cause strong opinions and emotions. He is a brilliant but a complicated person who, on top of the pressures of being an artist and a black man, who experienced the painful loss of his mother and has to deal with the pressure and isolation that is heightened by his bipolar disorder. Those who are close with Kanye know his heart and understand his words sometimes do not align with his intentions. Living with bipolar disorder does not diminish or invalidate his dreams and his creative ideas, no matter how big or unobtainable they may feel to some. That is part of his genius, and as we have all witnessed, many of his big dreams have come true. We as a society talk about giving grace to the issue of mental health as a whole. However, we should also give it to the individuals who are all living with it in times when they need it the most. I kindly ask that the media and the public Give us the compassion and empathy that is needed to do that so we can get through this. Thank you for those who have expressed concern for Kanye's well-being and for your understanding with love and gratitude, Kim Kardashian West, which the last part is so true. How yes. we talk about how we need to make mental health more of a thing, but then the minute somebody is having a mental health issue, everyone's ready to jump on
1: joke. We uh-huh. all like talk shit about it. Yep. Well, and what's what's funny to or not funny, I guess, but what's unfortunate about it is, it seems to be that you know men's mental health is taken even less seriously. You know, we mm-hmm. saw it with Jada and Will when they sat down, Will being upset and Will in tears became a meme, and it became funny, right. you know, to poke fun at the fact that he he was genuinely upset about something, and it's like if the roles were reversed in that situation, would Jada have been a meme? Right. Like, really. no. and that's the, I well, think. I don't know, maybe, yeah, you, you're right, maybe. That's
0: the bad thing about it, is that like, and to be honest, like, I feel bad for a lot, I mean, yes, famous people and celebrities, I mean, there's, to a certain extent, there's only so much they can control, right? But, and yes, I want to be an entertainer. I'm obviously going to be photographed here, da-da-da-da, all that type of stuff. But I think that social media has created this thing, like the memes and all of these things that leads to, there's a fine, I feel like there's a fine line of like, these are funny or like these are attacking and could potentially like harm people. Mm -hmm. I feel like you just... And sadly, I feel like a lot of these, like, celebrities now just, like, either can't look at their social or, like, have to have a thick skin and just be, like, I have to surround myself with the people that I know care for me and, like, really love me. And, I can't, like, I have to block the noise out, which is so bad. Like, It's I feel so like, unfortunate. It's unfortunate. And I think there's a, like... I was having this conversation with um, Sania and Alicia because, you know, I think the conversation was, you know, where how did we get to a point where we care so much about people like this? And I think that there is a difference between like us, like how we like, like to talk about celebrity things and gossip and what's going on and pop culture. That is, to me, is different than people who are like, almost like I think about, like, Perez Hilton, who, like, people got so mad at how vicious and, like, nasty and, like, he was. And it's, like, there's a way to tell celebrity stories without being, like,
1: Without
0: attacking someone. Right. Without attacking somebody and having it, you know, and I think that that is where the line kind of, like, people cross it too much. You know, I think and I know like Perez has gone back on his word and like has gone back and said like I apologize because from the hills I remember he had that whole fight with uh mm-hmm. with, with Spencer mm-hmm. and stuff. Because he I mean, and I think he's even mentioned like he he had outed people being gay and like a bunch of things that like was just not good, like so yeah. terrible. And like now he's like a completely different person. He loves life, like blah, 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 whatever. But still like at some point you were making millions off of destroying people. And that I think is completely different than just wanting to like lightheartedly talk about what's going on in the scene and blah, blah, blah. And I don't, I mean, I don't know if we'll ever get out of that, like out of that where people just continuously want to just, like, rip on people. Like, I don't know.
1: Well, and what, what I think sucks the most about it, because something I've really, you know, turning it internally and something I've really been working on is, you know, making sure that I'm not talking negatively about other people. And there there's a difference between, you know, having conversations about what someone did. Like, oh, yeah, last weekend so-and-so went here and they did this. They were hanging out with, so-, you know. And being like, oh my God, did you see you know, that post? Or did you see what so-and-so said? Like, there's, I try to surround myself with other women especially who don't need to constantly talk about other people and talk negatively about other people in order to... And I don't know if it's to make themselves feel better or whatever it is. You know, I used to be a mean girl. I'm not going to lie. I was a mean girl in high school. I was awful. I wasn't nice to people. I still had a lot of friends, but I was the first person to turn around and talk about you when you walked away. Mm-hmm. And as I grew, and as I, you know, maybe it's me and my infinite wisdom being in my 30s now, <laughs> but, <laughs> but, you know, I learned that that never actually made me feel better. Anyway, the only thing I was doing was tearing somebody else down. So I've tried to make it a point, you know, that not only do I do that personally, but I surround myself with other people who don't feel that need. And I agree with what you're saying. There's a difference between sharing celebrity gossip and what's going, what's being put out in the tabloids or what's being talked about. There's a difference in sharing that and cutting someone down some of the things I read on celebrities tweets and replies to those tweets it's bad people, it's debilitating for me the to read people say is are like so nasty like to like yeah tweet to somebody is so mean it just makes me want to ask like who hurt you yes no, like, I mean, like legit though like like who made you feel so bad that you need to attack other people for being happy? Like who did that to you? Cause
0: somebody real deep in, <sighs> like real deep, like to 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 the rib, like just cut you. Yes. To me, like I've I mean, I've never like I just I don't think I could ever be a troll. Like that's just not me like even to be honest, like there are so many times where I've seen things, and this is like of the opposite. Especially with like all the stuff that's been going on racially, like there have been moments where I wanted to like straight up be in somebody's DM, but I'm like, that's just it's not me. Like I don't agree with this post, but like I just I can't. Why for what just
1: well, yeah. and you know, <laughs> I watched an episode of of Queer Eye tonight. Or I watched a few, but one of the episodes of Queer Eye Tonight, we, we've gone back now. We've, you know, we've watched all of Five, Four, Three. We're back on like season two. And one of the episodes <laughs> in season two, I've got my fiance into it. Like, we love it. It's a household show now. But one that. of the episodes was um, them going into a church. And it was a, a lady from a church whose son is gay. And she's talking about, you know, the guys are, are talking about their instances with the church and what they went through individually and their individual experiences. And at the end of it, they're talking and they're, they're really bringing out the fact that they're like, you know what? Not everyone is going to be kind and not everyone is going to love you, but what you can do with people that are so filled with hate is just love. Yeah. And if you show enough love to them, whether they're, They're black, whether they're white, whether they're gay or straight or or Christians or Muslims or whoever it is, as long as you're sharing that love, then maybe, maybe that'll change somebody's opinion. Yeah. And it was just you know, of course, I'm in tears because that's what I do every episode. Like
2: the best show ever.
0: They got nominated for like nine Emmys, I believe. They should be nominated for everything.
2: Oh. Speaking oh my of God! Eye, Stephanie, just this was not on our list to talk about, but it is. But have you seen Anthony's new haircut,
1: Winnie? Have you seen this? <laughs> oh oh my! <ma. laughs> yes, exactly. I, I um. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh! So I have not seen that. I do see that. Carlin has already liked it. Of course, <laughs> I did. Um. Oh god man. not only
2: have i liked his post i've liked literally every single post talking about how fucking hot it, it well, is also I, okay
0: wait first of all can we talk about when i first saw this photo, can we yeah can, when i first saw this photo i did not realize it was him i thought he was like on a date with somebody but I, then i Realize that so like JVN is like quarantine makeover realness BB
1: oh my then, god he's
0: my <laughs> he's my spirit animal and then Bobby also was like took me a second to figure out who this was yes me too
1: yes buzz cut well, I Look knew at that right hand. and oh. I was
2: like whew. carlin sent it to me and I was like oh my god I cannot handle this yeah, like oh, he, he's just been working out during
0: quarantine, clearly, and then cut all of his hair off, which I, I mean, I am for it. I, I am mean,
1: here for it. Here for it.
0: I mean, he's not here for us, but
1: I don't know. Care. But is he... that's actually like
2: almost even better? Oh,
1: yeah. I mean, it's
2: <laughs> look at him. He's so stunning. He uh, is. He's, he's just
1: <laughs> honestly though, JVN is my spirit animal he is who i aspire to be they got nominated for a lot of yeah so uh,
2: jdn's your
1: favorite from Queer eye i mean he he's honestly just someone i aspire to be and like i i
0: love
1: him i immediately you know in watching the show because i watched queer eye for the straight guy right Mm -hmm. that was you know however many years ago that was on and so when i started watching this it I hadn't seen any of the seasons prior to when it was put on Netflix, right? I knew who the guys were, but like, I just never really watched it because I never had cable. (laughs) And so I started watching it and I immediately, like, I had to look up the backstory on all of these guys. I wanted to know everything about them. I wanted to know, you know, and I know it's, it's not stupid to say, but one of the first things I did with JVN was I wanted to go and look at what pronouns he preferred Mm -hmm. because I feel like that's not something that I necessarily always do. But I wanted to make sure that when I spoke about him, that I spoke the way he wanted to be talked about.
0: Yeah. Which is great. And,
1: but one of the things I love so much about him is he's infectious. Like he's the kind of person that even watching on TV he makes me happy. He brings me joy. He makes me smile. And I want to be that person. When you're around me, you have no choice but to be happy or but to laugh or to smile. Because Whether it's because I'm so extra and I'm so out there or I say something stupid and it makes people laugh, whatever y'all. the situation is. Y'all. My right. y'all comments. <laughs> but, but see, it made you both laugh. And to me, that's enough. Like. Mm-hmm. I just I could go I could talk for hours <laughs> on queer eye and right. how much joy all of them bring me, but yeah. Well, have to Jonathan do Jonathan Van I'll Ness is do, just like, uh, a queer
0: eye episode and like a real world episode. We have like all we of we are working on a real world episode. I know show. we have all of the <laughs> segments of episodes that we need to do.
2: I love it. <laughs> um have you listened yet to Taylor Swift's new album, folklore, that dropped on Friday? I have. Right. <laughs> Sorry. Yes. What are your um thoughts, each of you? I'd like to know. Go ahead, Carlin. I, I so I like it. It's so funny. So I was listening to it
0: when I was cooking on Monday, Monday or Sunday. I don't remember what day it was. And Matt came down and was like, You're listening to Taylor Swift? And I was like, Yeah. And he's like, I thought you didn't like her. And I was like, I like her music. Not her person. Not- like her as a person He's <laughs> like her music is great like I so I it's more it's very like calm mm-hmm. it's very I mean I think I like the first song one is it called one I don't know the first song on the album I really like the one with um uh right the first one is it called one Or you no I don't know what it's called it's called the one The one. There we go. Um, I like that song. I like all of them. I mean, it's very, it's a good, like, if I'm working and I want some background, it's like very, you know, it's not her, you know, it's not reputation.
1: Or 90. So, actually, the last podcast I was on, um, we had a long discussion about (laughs) how we did not like Taylor. Yes, we are not fans of Taylor. That's exactly what we talked about. Here's what I will say. One, from a personality side, I will say that here recently, I have felt like Taylor really has used her platform to discuss social issues and to talk about real change. And she, whether she has pissed off a lot of her fans or not, she does not care. She's not, you know, she, she really has changed my opinion. Mm-hmm. of her in the last year when it comes to that did you watch um, did we
0: talk were we talking about her documentary when we you were on or did you watch that no
1: i ha- i still haven't seen it okay. you actually I do need to watch it you actually well
0: like because i will be honest that like granted there were some things that like were missing but um i do appreciate the fact that she included cuz it was I can't remember it was around an election like local election uh-huh. was a Tennessee
2: included, senator or something?
0: yeah oh senator yeah and oh, she included a fight that she had with like her manager and her father not a fight but like a disagreement about um you know speaking up against this person who was running in Tennessee that she didn't agree with. And they were like, you never make political statements. This is not the time, don't do it. And she was like, no, I have to do it because I can't sit here and like say, I'm going to gay pride, I'm doing all this. And then this person is basically trying to take all those rights Mm -hmm. away. And I will say that that part of the documentary, I was like, I appreciate that. And I hope that that's real because that to me, I think, especially now in the climate that's happening, I think especially celebrities and entertainers, I think that if you truly believe in something, believe in it and you shouldn't care whether or not you're gonna lose fans, right? Followers, like those should be the people that you don't want to buy your albums or you don't want to come to your concerts or well
1: followers. and that sorry that's one of the things I obviously can't speak to if it is real or not. You know, I don't know her like that. Yeah. But I feel like she stands to lose more fans then she stands to gain by speaking out against the issues she speaks out against. So I do, I really do appreciate that from her, whether I, you know, there was a a stretch of Taylor's time. I loved her first album. I loved her second album. I was a teardrops on my guitar kid. Like there was a stretch where I felt like it was fake and it was forced and it wasn't her. Yeah. And now I feel like she's gotten back to the nitty-gritty of her songwriting talent because she is a talented songwriter. Mm-hmm. I love her new album. I think it's got a halsey-esque sound to it. Oh, yeah, which, make, which makes me happy because, you know that's my girl. Yeah. But I also okay. I don't know if you guys know this or not, but three of the, I'm sure Stephanie's read it three of the songs on her album are actually about a love triangle. And they're oh. told from the points of view of each person in the love triangle. I did not know this. Which yes. Time? So, oh. Cardigan. I listened to the album like 15 times. Cardigan, oh. August, uh-huh. and Betty are all three about a love triangle. And they're told from a different oh. person's perspective. You yes. know, Betty
2: is the name of Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. Is a- but why is that? Because I don't understand that.
0: Because if you listen to the song, because I listen, that's not. They actually, named the other two children.
2: The, they did yeah. name the other two children. James, um, yeah, James and. Oh, crap. No. Because,
0: like, I listened to it and it sounded like. She Inez was, and James, they said. Yeah. Oh, because she was just, and, in the song. She's basically trying to say that she ha- she's in love with this person.
2: Well, yeah, so it has nothing to do with. It doesn't have. Yeah, has to do with Whitney's like love triangle thing. But they, I guess, people have confirmed
1: that she's it, using all three names. Yeah, that's their other. So, like, Her name's Cardigan the Betty
2: in twenty twenty,
1: Cardigan is highlighted from. So that's Betty's perspective. Betty's like body. the song Cardigan is about Betty being in love with James. Well, then the song. um August, so one of my bridesmaids is the biggest swifty you'll ever meet. She's obsessed with her. That's what she walked down the aisle to was the acoustic version of what uh God, I can't any... even remember love ad, love story there maybe love like a slow version yeah, I, I love love don't know to be a
2: love, I love
1: but so um so August is the view of the other woman, so August is f- from the view of James's other girlfriend, and then Betty is from the view of like James. So they're all tied together. I mean, it, it honestly just speaks Which to Which is so you. weird, because, like, her singing it, I'm thinking that it's, like, a lesbian
0: relationship. <laughs> <laughs> I like was so listen, confused. If you look you. You at yeah. the words, you're thinking, like, oh, okay. Like, I mean,
2: right? Well, I don't yeah. know. There are lots of rumors about that, but we won't get into it right oh, now. Geez. That's we a whole other episode. We
0: yeah, we don't have
2: time for um, that. The fact that the album opened up with, I'm doing good, I'm on some new shit, I was yes. in.
1: When I saw that Taylor Swift released an explicit <laughs> <laughs> album. Uh, Wait, what
2: One, two, three, four, I think, four right? five, 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 and she says the F word multiple
1: times.
0: Really?
2: Yeah.
1: That's why I feel like she's finally the shit. she's finally I mean, back so to getting right. to be her. Like she doesn't she's not having to fit into any kind of mold that her label wants that. her to be.
2: You really Either that or she's literally like so smart and playing us all.
1: Yeah, I think it's that.
2: I mean, but she's smart
0: really as hell. Think, I really think you need to watch her documentary because there's a lit like I, that is yeah. the other. Me and Stephanie talked about this. That's the other I thing. It's just it. about like her journey through the music industry and like how. She feels that she's, like, she needs the um, the applause. She needs the, like, uh, the confirmation of her fans. And, like, it's just really interesting. It's really... It also, like, makes you think about how detrimental it is for people to be in this industry so young and how it can really
1: yeah. affect them. Well, because she... Her first album was released at, what, 15? Yeah. So it's just like these Disney stars that come in at in mm-hmm. their, you know, young teenage years and then end up yeah. snapping at some point because and they've been so have- inundated. Yeah. And if you don't yeah. have a good, like,
0: like there are some young stars who have thrived, right? Like, and I'm sure they have, I'm sure they have their issues, but... Like I look at like Tia and Tamari, Tia and Tam- Tamara. Oh my God, I cannot pronounce their names. Mari, sister, sister.
1: Yes, like, love I, that show.
0: Right, but I they started very young. Their brother started very young, and I feel like they have have had a like uh, they've never had any issues, right? And like even Justin, like Justin really like hasn't really had any like crazy outward like which Justin oh Timberlake Timberlake sorry <laughs> Timberlake not Bieber Bieber's crazy. On, I just
2: wanted to clarify for our listeners in case yeah. anybody is wrong and instantly thought Bieber I knew who you were talking you about Timberlake but, then, but like, I just wanted to clarify
0: I know Timberlake but then like Usher, I look at Usher too like Usher was another one who started very okay. young and like there are some obviously there are some child stars who were like thrived right and it could yeah. be because of their family and because of like you know who they surrounded themselves with but then there's some that you're just like holy fuck like they just deep end crazy like
1: lindy lohan <laughs> yeah. Lilo. well i mean but really all of not all of them but like a lot of them that you don't even think of when you immediately think of like the off the deep end Like, you know, it just really got to him. There's still some, like, look at Demi Lovato, somebody that I could not be happier for right now. She's getting married. She is, and she seems so happy, but she went through a tough time too. And I think it comes from just the pressure that the industry puts on you. Yeah, She went through a hard time, and people wanted to talk so poorly about her while she's just struggling with something that millions of people struggle with. It's just hers was in the news every day. Yeah, for sure. Very happy for her and that million-dollar ring on her oh finger. Oh, my That's God. Huge.
0: Jesus. Uh, just people like, in these big-ass rings. Like, what? what? Wow. I mean, like, what, I mean, you can't go anywhere with it, really. Like, somebody is going to steal that off of your body.
1: Yes, I don't but know. I would, it's pretty. It is pretty. So pretty, but like, I'd keep it at home in a locked-up case to just look at it when I wanted to. Like, I don't oh. even know if I'd keep it at home. Not right. That's the keep it in life. a lockbox at a bank somewhere. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's like real
2: nice. That, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, our last celebrity story is just a sad one. Bree mm. just passed away from a heart attack this weekend. I know. Uh, We don't really need to get into it very much. (laughs) I don't know why it's on our list.
0: No, well, it needs to be mentioned. Yeah, to mention it, Uh, the fact that like obviously he was loved by so many. many, I mean, and was on television for decades, so long. Um, and it's just like so sad. But I mean, I will say, especially when people pass away, like in there, because he was in his eighties, right? Mm -hmm, Eighty-eight. So right. I mean, that is. A great life you know and mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure he his family would have loved for him to live longer but you know he was able to live a full life which is great um so yeah uh, we just,
1: I, yeah. I know it I, broke I, my heart I, to hear I know I didn't realize that he was in his upper 80s like he just didn't feel yeah. like
2: yeah well, I feel like he was so, around a lot still for a while, but then the past yeah. few years he kind of hasn't been. And that and so I just kind of still pictured him of like Regis of like five years ago. Yeah. Like maybe I before.
1: would just like to throw out to the universe to please let us keep Betty White and Alex Trebek just a oh, little longer. Yes. Uh, and <laughs> yes. And RGB. Yes. And RGB, yes. Yes.
0: Oh my
2: God. Um, um, all right. Well. Okay. Well, I think we need to end on something really happy really quick. Okay, Stephanie's got something happy. Do you? Oh, goodness. Fuck Mary Kill. Ooh, she okay. loves it. Ready. Get ready for this. Oh, God. Okay. Maybe hard. <laughs> JVN. Oh, uh, Anthony and Caramo.
0: <gasps> oh. Oh, no. that is Nice. That is not a nice one. Ooh. I know. I
2: mean, it's hard. Whitney is, is all of us. Is it all of it's us? Oh for all God. of us, not just for Whitney. No.
0: Okay. Yeah. All right, go, Carlin. All right, I'm gonna go. Wait, you said JVN, Anthony, right? And Caramo. Okay. Oh. okay, I'm gonna marry Caramo. Mm-hmm. Girl, don't you do it? <laughs> don't you do it? I have to. Okay. When I marry I'm going to f Anthony, and I'm gonna kill JVN. But I love him so.
1: Whitney, what about you? <laughs> I don't know. This has honestly broken my heart to even try and answer. Um, but we all know that I am going to marry JVN because I would just love yeah. to spend every day for the rest of forever with him. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Um, God, this is really tough. It's so hard. I'm honestly torn. Right. I am. That's how I was. Um, you know what? I'm going to change my answer. I'm going to marry Antony. <clears throat> reason being that he could cook for me every Maybe. day. Maybe. <laughs> and you still get to have sex with who you marry not maybe so i'll take that nah, it's a joke because people say that he's not really good at cooking oh no he can do more than yeah, i can
2: he make fun of what he cook. he'll like be like okay i'm gonna teach you how to make guacamole right okay I well
1: i don't know how to make guacamole i don't know i'm gonna marry i don't this bothers me we're nah, gonna so, say nah, what are you doing we're I gonna do. say i'm gonna marry jvn I'm gonna fuck Anthony and I'm sorry Karamo. oh god that breaks my heart but I'm gonna have to kill him
0: I broke my heart that I had to kill JVN so it's fine
1: we all we like all there's have- a part of me that would want to to marry Karamo though because then he could like get my mental health where it needs to be yeah. mm-hmm. oh, god that was tough I don't like it go ahead Stephanie what's your answer uh Kill JBN, uh, fuck Caramo, marry Anthony. <laughs> Anthony every day, every day. Why are we that
2: killing that right. man? I'm sorry. I, I, but it's just a game. It's not real life. It's not I real life,
1: know. But I, I also know. Feel like I
2: knew. <laughs>
1: oh my god! I was honestly torn at one point between killing Anthony and fucking Caramo. because
0: <laughs> oh, that man is
1: made of steel. Yes.
0: That oh. is amazing. Well, that was a great way to end. No, seriously. It was. was. That was wonderful. Yeah, I'm going to think about Anthony all night. All night long, right? Um, Whitney, thank you so much for joining us. Anytime. So great. Um, Also, we want to remind everybody to subscribe and share with your friends. Make sure you're telling everybody to listen to and Gossip. Give us a review. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter and we will see you next week. Bye.
1: Bye.